Yo, what's up and welcome to the Military Musician Podcast. We're back with another outstanding episode. And this time we're going Navy. You should never ask me. You, you, you never, never. You should never ask me about it. Yes, I've been to all my gun was shouting. Now I feel pressure from the politics. Now I deal with war at home. What you gonna do about it? Yo, what's up? And we're back with the Military Musician Podcast. I am your host, The Marine Rapper, and I'm here with my co-host. D. Kier, what's up, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my other co-host, his name is? Ofa, what it do, everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have an outstanding guest today. He's actually in the Navy. And um, he actually is a rapper from Williamsburg, Brooklyn. He built his unique style by blending today's trap era and 90s hip hop together. He uses his style to engage listeners and keeps them on their toes with his custom sound. Everybody make some noise for Navy Jones Locker. Navy. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling today, bro? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. What's up, everybody? How y'all living? Good, we- man. Yeah, we we yeah, good. We good. Mean, good to see yeah. y'all. You know, it's been a while, man. It's been a minute Night since class. um since the uh what was it uh the Ninja Punch uh yeah. the Ninja yeah, Punch album sounds like freedom album release album release yeah well, we had the we had that velvet <laughs> we was twinning <laughs> it was yeah. dope. we got to meet everybody uh Navy you met D Cure and yep. and you also met uh Topher um good yeah, times man, so so uh since then what's been happening tell us what's new bro um well it's funny so that uh the very next day after we had that i actually re-enlisted to active duty all over again so six years and then corona happened i was supposed to transfer um from la to san diego corona happened so i've been home since march oh wow 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 so you just been home so what you been up to you i know you've been Man. putting out tracks and stuff but what, what else i got like- so much music <laughs> it's ridiculous. hey that's good just just you know i had like really like three months to just like build up a plan everything i wanted to do you know got everybody involved i got all the producers i wanted on board so yeah so i'm dropping um a series with my boy derail it's gonna be called the first one was a two-piece the second one is a two-piece and a biscuit and then so forth and going on you know so it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy a little chicken series chicken spot series you know man get me hungry already <laughs> Yeah, 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 you can't you can't just bring up you just can't bring up food and then expect <laughs> decure not to salivate at like the mouth. That that's something that like everybody knows about me is I love fried chicken. I am that's mm. a, you could call it a stereotype, whatever you want to say. I love fried chicken. <laughs> well, fried fried chicken is delicious. I, I think we all do. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, like, let's take a vote. Who likes fried chicken? You know Raise your hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, that's not a stereotype like water, at all. I don't like watermelon, yeah. though. That's so. That's, that's mm. okay. Okay, uh, I think the interview is going to end right here. <laughs> <laughs> Three on one. He's playing with you, bro. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, like, what else? What else is going on in your life? Uh, like your inspirations. What's been inspiring you uh, during this time and keeping you motivated during this um, time? Honestly, everything that's that's just been happening uh i want to say thank you to toho for being a uh, helping out with all this information i really needed that you know it's been so much you oh, kind of yeah. like my go-to i ain't gonna lie <laughs> appreciate that man yeah it's just it's so much you know um putting on this uniform and having to be on both sides of the spectrum when it comes to it you know so it's i'm in a very difficult spot you know i got family members that don't want to talk to me I have other family members that are, you know, worried about me, you know, thinking I'm going to get, you know, be right there on the front lines and in the midst of all of this. And I'm just, I'm not silent on it. I'd rather make music about it and explain my point of view on it, you know? So Yeah. And when, you, and when you say that family members don't want to speak to you when all of that type of thing, um, are you talking about because of racial tensions? Absolutely. Is that why? Oh, Is, absolutely. And, and another thing too, because you mean racial tensions, but is it connected with the military and, and because you're connected yeah. with the, is you that know, type of thing? Can you and, explain? And so it's like, you know, I got, I got family members that are out there protesting and doing all that stuff, you know, and then they're like, you know, 
how you going to serve this country? And I, and I'm like, uh, there's a lot of benefits, you know, like it's, it's just very, it's a very sensitive subject, you know, cause I love the Navy. I mean, look at my rap name. I love the Navy, you know, there's no, there's, there's no turning me off for that. You know what I'm saying? The, every, every branch of service has its, has its in and outs, you know? So you just have to explain to people the best that you can from your point of view, because I don't know what's happening up top. That's, that's not my, that's not my pay grade. I don't need to know. I need to know what I need to know. And that's all. Right. So, yeah, that's really, that's really it. You know? I mean, you can't decide the way that the world moves, you know, you're just here to serve and do the best that you can. So it's not about, you know, (laughs) you're in the military, you just want to serve and you don't know what's going to happen with our, with our government and with our, you know, our world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's, that's tough for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's about as bad as, um, you know, our law enforcement. So, you know, happen to be black people and, and they're out there on the front lines and yeah and, you know, while people are kneeling in front of them they got to stand up with riot shields to help control the crowd you know i saw one video yelling he's yelling at this black person like you want you want to meet you look like me and um why, why are you doing this to us and he just like look man you know i i know how you feel but i also know there's another side to that coin you know mm-hmm. um, so a lot of people don't want to admit you know that we have those issues within our community as well so yeah, I can understand that, you know, and, and me becoming and putting on a suit is uh me trying to become part of the chain, right? So that's what people forget is like, yeah, I did this. So when you do see police brutality and stuff like that, you have a person like me on the inside explaining to them the cultural differences, the you know, that's representing us in a positive light versus the negative light we see all the time in the news and media. So yeah. um, you know, so I appreciate you standing up there doing it, man. I, I'll just tell you the mm-hmm. weather. Him. I ain't got worried about it, man. You got that military blood in you, so I already know what you handle. But uh, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, and and that's what I, I I didn't know you was paying attention to my content. I have no idea, but this is why I do the content because mm-hmm. I, I understand people's emotions and what's going on. But when the dust settles, did we really achieve anything? Did we really talk about the real issues, or is the same situation um, and the cycle is going to repeat itself? Yep. Yeah, I agree. And and I really appreciate that you actually would just regardless of what's going on, you're still, you know, consistent and stay committed to the military and the level of of honor, courage, commitment, those those Navy values that you display on a daily basis inside and outside the uniform is really admirable. And it really shows a big level of dedication. So let's get into that. Let's get into your song dedication, bro. Let's rock. Family ties back when Cora died Quick to jeopardize my life once upon a time See my empire rise, wash away with tide Was too busy moonlighting, blame it on my pride That venom is evil, don't let that symbiote deceive you All them hosts are seafood We in the future of the ageless A-list is only A-list if you age less Half them cats, they never seen a trap They bump some future, think they phone tap they probably Google how to cook crap. So Roddy do it now, they think of facts. Money on my head, but that boy was cheap. It's enough for cunt, it's enough for queen. They go for red light, midnight cheap, banana sweet. You and death, Pink pictures for scholars and all my drug dealers. It was out of the Grim Reaper, a soul healer. Kamikaze with the twist of my flow dealer. Young trigger, happy hippie, got your wife, my god. Now what's your life worth? I bet my price realer. I used to harmonize with them life stealers. The world was made up of mice and men. Them little cockroaches read a book and then they wanna pretend. 
bird's eye view, sitting in front of bleachers. Wasn't into sports and hustle money teachers. Young Moreno with my mother's famous features. Street preachers told us Kahitas for creatures. My speed devil's advocate replacement. Play hard, boy, you still die in this matrix. Real black Goku, fisted at North Star. Neo with them pro tools, Justice League all the dark night. Wow, Navy Jones Locker. How did you come up with that track? What's the meaning? What's the inspiration behind that one, bro? Um, so 6688, dedication. That is the year my parents were born, the year I was born. Um, and dedication is just really about everything that's happened in my life. So when I was putting together the album, um, you know, uh, one of my producers, the guy that produced it, he's actually in the Air Force. So, uh, you know, kind of kept oh. it, you know, just kind of keeping all my people you know, involved. We know each other from Brooklyn. And I'm like, yo, I'm doing this this album called Navy Jones Locker. Like I gotta have some type of military producer on it, something, you know? So he uh, he produced that song for me and another song, Slow Motion. And um, I was out in Denmark and uh, at, at the studio and we just, I kind of just like embodied, that was the last song we did. So that song was encompassed the, what the entire album was about. And it was just really the opening line. I lost family ties back when Corey died. If any of y'all ever seen the movie Soul Food? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like the little kid, you know, my, my great grandmother died. We really had, we really lived like soul food, like, you know, uncle going to jail, all that stuff, you know, everything was just happy at really like, so that movie speaks volumes to me. And that was kind of like, um, she was our big mama, you know? So I was always trying to put my family together and we just, it wouldn't happen. And so much, I, I tried my entire life to rebuild my family, knowing I'm old, I was old enough to understand that, you know, what family was, but I was young enough to still live that fantasy life. Like, you know, thinking, you know, if we family, why can't we stick together? And um, yeah, so the Navy became my family, music became my family, uh, my dance people became my family, also the streets became my family. You know, I, I got a very dark past I, I'm not too proud of, but you know, I, I don't have any arrests, so I'm good. You, yeah, you're good with that. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of like you brought up the navy like where where did you get the navy jones locker because it's a like what's the inspiration behind that name um so i've always heard the story of davy jones locker and i love pirates of the caribbean and all that and hmm. i was um crossing the equator during a ceremony and uh somebody called me navy jones locker because shellbacks because of my swimming capabilities, I was, <laughs> I, I was, I was, you know, I was, I was that guy. So, you know, we had the ceremony and at the end, you know, kind of hopped off and, you know, jumped into the water and, um, on our way to Australia, it was crazy. And somebody called me Navy Jones Locker and I was dying laughing. I was like, look at this, this is Navy Jones Locker. This guy loves to see. And I'm just like, that's funny. And <laughs> that's then, how it always happens. Yeah. yeah. People, so, people give you your, like, it's crazy. People give you your rap name. Yeah. What do you and think? Did somebody give you your rap name, D-Cure, or did you kind of, like, change it? Um, No, I think some of my old rap names people gave me because, like, they used to call me Waldo. That was my <laughs> first rap name was MC Waldo because I used to wear glasses, too. So I was, like, straight up Waldo. And the ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can say it because I got big ears, too. So, like, look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Topher, how about you, bro? Yeah, for sure. Um, Nah, man, I, I say I came up with myself uh, – I, my my original rap name was Young Wiz. You don't don't joke about it, but uh, yeah, that, that, that didn't last long, so I ended up going with Tofa. But yeah, I used to be uh, AJ Jones before that. AJ Jones. That was, okay. I was AJ Jones before Navy Jones Locker, and I kept getting mixed up on all everything with other AJ Joneses, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And I'm like, you know what? I knew I shouldn't went with Navy Jones Locker because I was originally gonna go with that like ten years ago. You know, yeah, man. And I was just like. Nah, that's stupid. I was in the Navy at the time, and I'm like, I'm going to get clowned for that. You know, I was so insecure about the name, but that made me who I am. I really became, like, Navy Jones Locker. Like, 
So I'm like, you know what? It's, it, it really is me. So I'm an adult now. So I'm going to call myself by the name I want to be called by. So and I think it's dope because it kind of like it's the culmination of everything as well as when, when I think of Navy Jones locker, I'm like, okay, he's interesting. It has this mystique. I want to know what's in your locker. Oh yeah. 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 That's so that's what, that's what the whole thing is about. You know, it's like, I got a, I got a vault full of memories, you know, and just when I open it up, music comes out. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's awesome. It was so it was so awesome it made us all speechless. <laughs> that's how that's how we that's how awesome thinking. it was. We were just thinking about it, about how yeah. awesome it was. Yeah, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I mean, it's so it was it was so vast, it's so big. You had us in a, <laughs> a crazy state of being. Something like something like New York or something. Like a like an empire state of mind. Empire so let's get into that. Let's yeah, get into yeah. that. Let's get in your song yeah, Empire yeah. State. Let's do that. <laughs> Sit hip hop out the illusion Be the solution but they think I have delusions Paralyzed in the junkie paradise Quit to play the same cards we rolling the dice I could have been the cook boy of the rip Papa go to bed told me never flip a brick Never trade respect for the attention you get Or be a dog in heaven clean yourself a blank of vet Couple knuckleheads try to stay me from a cash Got a text from my ex hope the plane crash Burnt so many bridges can look back at my past Hoping time is on my side and that this life lasts Empire State mind so I stand tall Can't nobody knock me down I will never fall Play that field from Sunday to Sunday County of the Kings where the ball plays Empire State mind so I stand tall Can't nobody knock me down I will never fall Play that field from Sunday to Sunday uh, presence is biblical, my spiritual and physical When my pencil move, my scriptures turn to interludes They wonder how I do it if I'm really bluffing My killer secret to indecent for puck discussion I'm trying to fit these pieces right Right the type of ish the fiends delight Deep this right, left the city, now the scene is bright And all I pray is that my story is released before my afterlife Roman hemispheres trying to find reality Tragically, it's only bound by casualties. That antidote for the rodeo suckers get hit with rope dope, floating like the Holy Ghost. More rocky than a statue, stinging like a bee, tattooed women over taboo. Oh, but we too young for them sorrows. Rather drink our troubles and forget about tomorrow. Empire State mind, so I stand tall. Can't nobody knock me down, I will never fall. Play that field from Sunday to Sunday. County of the Kings where the ball plays. Some souls defeat and foes. Music controls deadly woes. Bleed on beats, become a pro, make it up in America. They never wanna see you grow. Piercing souls defeat and foes. Music controls deadly woes. Bleed on beats, become a pro, make it up in America. They never wanna see you grow. From a city where you can't trust nobody. From a city where you can't love nobody. Even Romeo Queen was damn shut in the world. Maybe 
will be spitting, boy. <laughs> yeah, that song was crazy. I would say, man, the visuals are. Re- I'm loving the visuals in your videos, bro. Like, yeah, the whole New York City in, in your body with the the um, transparency. First of yeah. all, I know how long it took him to mask that, so I'm going. <laughs> but that was awesome, man. I really like yeah, that song. That's my, like, my guy Dorian from Poland, man. We shot that um out in Poland, so that's what we shot it at. Nice, man. Yeah, I was visiting my my that's my wife's family's from, so we was out there visiting and. You know, I met dude. He actually shot the last video too, sixty six eighty eight. He shot dedication. So, yeah, man, it was it was dope. You know, like I just I, you know, and that that song right there, that was like a one take. That was a Empire State was like, I was in the zone, so I was um. That's when I was like going back and forth to Europe, recording and all that. So I was in the studio out in Copenhagen, and um, you know, my guy S, he was just like. Yo, I got I got this beat. It's like it's New York, it's you, you know, just do something with it. And we just kind of just did it. Like it was flawless. Like we just did it. Like it just kind of came so natural, you know. One of the fastest songs I did. And I think it's just so powerful. So yeah. Definitely, bro. I could definitely hear uh King Push alongside you, I think. <laughs> I, I, I get that vibe when I hear you rap. For some it, it's crazy. A lot of people tell me that, you know, and um, shout out to Pusha T, man, because, you know, he's a beast in the game. Um, yeah. Like when I was really trying to formulate my style, really rapping, and I was like, you know, becoming me. Uh, somebody was like, you know, you kind of sound like you sound like uh, Pusha T. And I'm like, for real? And I'm like from the clips. I love the clips, but I didn't I, I, I wasn't aware yeah. that Pusha T was, you know, still rapping in the game and all that stuff. And I'm like, word for real? And like. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, yo, shit. So maybe, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've always been a fan. So maybe somewhere subconsciously since I was a kid, you know. That since back in Clips days. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, you know, like grinding was, everybody knew that song. If you didn't, if you oh, didn't do yeah. it at the lunch table, you ain't have a child. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. There's a certain likeness for sure in your voice, but. Yeah, uh, you, you're still you're still very you. You know, it's not yeah, like you yeah, would get yeah. I lost. Think I think it's just um, you know, we have that like that 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 similar laid back approach. You know, kind of kind of, and it's and it's the beat selection as well. You know, uh, certain beats don't. I don't really have much bass in my voice, so I can't like be on some crazy tight beat because it just it doesn't sound right. You know, I'm not gonna force nothing. I'm like, ah, eh, I don't I don't like the way I sound in that. I'm not putting that out. You know, straight up. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome it takes a lot of a lot of uh psychology to even think about the frequency of your voice amongst yeah. the yeah. other <laughs> instrument in the beat like who does that gotta be aware yeah i just you know I, um my wife took me to this uh to this class they was doing like some like meditation class and uh they tell you about the frequencies the natural frequencies within our bodies and stuff like that so just understanding that you know when you when you're in that you know that that 400 to like 480 range you know it's 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 natural it resonates with uh with the human body really pleasantly versus other frequencies you know so it's just all about it's really all about your mental too you know where you're at mentally so i think yeah and that's dope that that not only are you thinking about the music but you're also thinking about your mental state um, absolutely absolutely mental um, health is a big thing because i know what it feels like to be low <laughs> yeah. hmm. could, you t- could you tell us about that Woo! yeah so <laughs> um you, you opened so, it up uh, you, you opened that locker <laughs> uh actually um i did this on a on a different song so i actually kind of talked about that type of stuff and um i uh i'm so i'm on my second marriage I was married before, like most, you know, young guys in the military. I was stationed out in mm. Japan, so it was kind of, you know, like, um, you know, that 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 spur of the moment love, you know, that type of, you know, we were both in the military. Um, obviously, I went on deployment. She was on base. We all know what happened. Uh, so, you know, got a divorce. Um, tried to be as cordial about it as possible. You know, we really, we don't speak. There's no need for us to speak, you know? So, um, yeah. And then I, and then I thought I found another and then like, 
the same situation happened. I started, you know, getting these shows overseas and things like that. And I was so excited. I'm like, you know, I finally got a girl that understands because, you know, she, she knew kind of like about the music world and stuff like that. And then, boom, it happens. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I was at a, I was at an all time low and I'm like, I'm like, that's it. You know, I'm I'm going in beast mode. You know, I was just I was out there, you know, and I was I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with myself. You know, I was. I felt like I was just a a piece of flesh to women because that's how I was presenting myself, and I was I was disgusted, man. I was disgusted, and then comes I'm in New York, and then you know, this nice Polish girl comes along, and she steals my heart, and here we are today, married, together, happy, living that's life. That's awesome because they, you know, especially in in music and um, entertainment industry and media, they don't talk about a lot of um, togetherness in the family unit. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Yeah, it's a big thing, man, because, you know, a lot of it's all about image. Right. So a lot of guys, they want to have that image where they portray, you know, that type of dude. And I'm I'm getting these chicks and none of that. I, yeah, I, I did that. But you know, let's 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 be real. I don't I'm not capping in my raps to sell records. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, I, and that's a fact. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to sell my soul for no Grammy. Hell no. I'm not doing that. Yeah, man. Um. Now keep it up, bro. Uh, I will say that, like he was talking about the family unit, uh, a lot of people like to hide that in the background a little bit to, like you said, portray this this singleness, this bachelorness. It's almost like how major artists don't say they're major or sign a deal and pretend to be independent, just so mm -hmm. you feel like you're <laughs> an independent person. So it's the same thing when you're in these relationships. They want to portray you as this bachelor or this bachelorette, and you know all these people can flock towards you because there's some type of stereotype. I was like. I, First of all, I feel like more people hit on you when you're married than you when you're single. Because otherwise, I mean, you know, you probably never landed with the person. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I'm glad you talk about it. And um, I I got a uh, D Cuban getting on me about a project, and I do have a project that I'm gonna probably drop this fall. Um, and I <laughs> I really want to get some stuff about that as well, man. Hell yeah. Because even with politics, right? Well, I'm not even doing music, but imagine how your family is looked upon or how they're threatened, you know, mm -hmm. your position because of what you're saying as well. So you, you have to deal with that and the struggles of that. So yeah, I get that out there and let people relate as well. So yeah, I'm like you, man. Hey, let's keep mm -hmm. it real. Yeah, yeah, man. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with keeping the real. At the end of the day, the real will prevail. Like you, you know, it's it's. I think that with the with the younger generation of music and with the the, the enormous drug influence, you know that's what that's what is uh, attacking everybody. They think it's just about the cars, the clothes, the drugs. You know what I'm saying? And this, you don't gotta live like that. You don't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna make it. You're not gonna make it. You're not. You're here for right now, but you know, ten years from now, when when everybody stops taking those drugs and everybody cleans up mm. and they start becoming adults, they're gonna listen to adult music. I got adult music. Mm. longevity <laughs> very true yeah man we all got will say music. <laughs> yeah yeah one thing i noticed too from i've, I've been in quite a few relationships i've also been divorced a couple times myself and yeah. you can tell in your music yeah you know you know military life mm -hmm. you can tell with your music too when you have someone that is not a great supporter of your music um versus you know being in a in a great relationship and having someone that actually supports you and it's yeah. you can tell in your music too because i know i know back in the day for me i was in bad relationships and my music was like depressing and <laughs> on the other side when i'm supported my music is sounds completely different and it's not mm -hmm. you know I'm, I'm rapping fast and it's upbeat and it's not you know yeah. just sad so i mean it reflects in what you're doing Absolutely. too so that's yeah. that's huge and yeah. it's definitely it hits your mental too, man. You know, it's yeah. hard. To, oh yeah, <laughs> it's hard to get that good music out when you got that mental block. You know, mm -hmm. it's so true, and that's good if you have somebody to like release all that. Yeah, my yeah. wife is really, really supportive, man. Like, and I wouldn't. I feel like hey, there was a there was a point when I really was about to quit making music. Yeah, and she just. She just encouraged me to just, yo, get some studio equipment, start knocking it out, 
apply to go to the school. See, you never know. And then I applied and then I got in and I was like, oh, snap. And then I found out I had some more GI money left. And I was like, oh, I'm in there. Yo, that's thank, how, you. That's, thank your wife for that. Yeah, that's how I met you, man. Like, that's you know, how I met so, you. <laughs> you were about yeah. to quit, but then your, your wife encouraged you to yeah. go to school where I met you at. Yeah, that's man. crazy. And we, you know, we was, we was just, you know, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, but like just all her actions, you know, that she, that she was doing, I was like, I, I was in awe that there was a person in the world like that. You know, it just, yeah. it seems so unreal to me. And then um, my, my dog who I, that I had at the time, uh, she just recently passed away. Uh, you know, oh, she didn't like, she didn't like females. So I had an Italian master. She did not like females at all. No females around me. Those two attached at the hip. I didn't know. I was like, what's, what's going on? Wow. The dog was like, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The dog was like, yo, that's that's my mom right there. <laughs> yeah. So that's how you knew the real deal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy, though. Like, if when you're used to a toxic environment, you think these are the things that you need. Or, mm -hmm. like, you don't deserve somebody that good a lot of yeah. times. Toxic environments is something that, you know, I had to learn myself, too. And, you know, being in the military and stuff and and they um people around you may say oh yeah you're supposed to be like this because you're military or because mm -hmm. you're, a guy, you're a man and you're not supposed to have feelings and express yourself uh mentally and that might be weak but that's not true it's actually I've, i was taught that if you're able to express yourself and be vulnerable it's actually strong you're actually showing that you're mm -hmm. strong mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah so that's good that you're able to uh, put your emotions out there yeah yeah right? um so what do you what do you, you know, what do you do on your off time when, other than rapping? Uh, working out. <laughs> Watch out. That's really it. That's really oh. it. Working out, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just, just, just being creative, you know, just helping my friends create their music. You know, I like, I record the homies and, and, uh, just help them with their projects. You know, I just, I'm trying to just make sure that everybody around me is doing some type of work. Nobody's sitting on their ass. If you're around me, you can't just be sitting down all day watching TV. Yeah, sounds like you're sitting around watching Fox News all day, right, Topher? No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even watch news. <laughs> I love the news, man. Topher don't yeah, Topher is the news. Yeah. yeah, he's my top news outlet. <laughs> I haven't turned on the TV since Tover started, man. I just or, hold up. I mean, you know, wake up, I mean, go. I, ahead I got and, the uh, new stories. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man. And I know he would lie to me either. That's the best part. Is Tover's an oh. honest guy, so it's just like this is you back checks, right? I'd be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Could be like, check out this article here, here, and here, and <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why I love it. I mean, yeah, and I think that's what keeps Topher on it. Yeah, I man. These guys. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, just you just find your lane, man. And when you, once you find it, you just ride that mug into a roadblock, right? Um, and this, this is happening in one of my lanes. And the cool thing about it is I still can do my music, you know? And I was telling my wife the other day, it's like, man, I feel like I'm still operated within my purpose. You know, sometimes we think our purpose is so singular, but the mm -hmm. road is actually like this, but we think about it like that, you know? Yep. But I'm still doing music. Uh, I just released a Snoop Dogg disc because uh, he responded to some of the political uh, pundits and commentaries. Um, uh, and then, you know, I'm about to release another song called Terry Crews. Just because you know, oh, that joint gonna be lit. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> but uh, speaking of politics, man, you know, we was talking. You was talking earlier about you know how your family is treating you and things like that, man. Um, what 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 is your what are your views right now? How how do you see? Um, do you think what BLM is doing is 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 important? Do you feel like there's another way we can go about it with the movement? Um. What do you think? Oh, well, matter of fact, what do you think about that in the national, the black national anthem? What do you think about all those yeah. things? So, I, so technically, you know, being an active duty, I'm not allowed to say certain things. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we're not going to get you in trouble. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll just tell That's you. Dry but what I can say is the way that I was brought up um, Puerto Rican, Venezuelan, and Jamaican. I got 
a side of my family that don't like the other side of my family. I had to go to different, you know, holidays and things like that. So, you know, I'm a Jones. Everybody else is a Torres. But it's like the Jones would be like, yeah, but you a Torres. And I'd be like, yo, man, like, I don't deserve this, man. I'm, I'm a kid. You know, like, I'm a mixed kid. Leave me alone. You know, but in reality, all of us are mixed. But the 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 black ones really look black and the Spanish ones really look Spanish. I'm kind of the only one that's on a cusp, you know. So um, I grew up loving everybody. And, and I also understood what it was like for my own family not to want to associate with me because of the color of my skin, because of my DNA. Mm. Yeah. Going outside, you know, I was always a good kid until, you know, things that happened with police that I didn't deserve. You know, and I was, you know, as, as a kid, you don't know how to respond to certain things. You know, like you, you think, oh, you know, cops. Like when I was a kid, yeah, you know, I was, you know, cops are cool. You know, yeah, I would be a cop. Yeah, that, you know, they, they protect in the neighborhood. And then you see something and then you're like, yo, they do not protect the neighborhood. They patrol the neighborhood in certain areas. And it's, and it's kind of messed mm -hmm. up. So I went to high school out in, in Manhattan and I started, you know, got some white friends and then I understood like, oh, they they just really don't know because this doesn't these things do not happen to them. They have it's not that they're oblivious to it. It's just that they don't understand why they need to understand. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. like it's like if like why why do I feel like I need to know the Air Force's history or you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like I'm in the Navy. Why do I need to know that? Like I have my own history. You know, some people think like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do care though. I do care. I do care, but it's just you know. <laughs> so I can't really. So and then with the with, with with everything that's happening and you know, it's happening to to people that look like me. But when I put on my uniform, I li I live out in West Hollywood. Yeah. So I live. You know, it's a really nice area. If I come home in my uniform, you know, I got neighbors that are like, oh, thank you for your service. Like, cool, cool. And then like the next day, it's a Saturday. I go to the corner store in my, you know, tank top and basketball shorts. And they're looking at me and holding a bag. And I'm like, yo, that was me yesterday. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. So I can only speak from personal experiences on how I feel. I'm not directly connected or supporting really anything. I'm supporting everything that makes sense to me and that has anything to do with me i'm supporting my cause which is to shed some light on the experiences that i've had that might you know coincide with the experiences that are going on today i like that man i was a beautiful way out bro how long Perfect. you been in yeah for real <laughs> he was ready perfectly ready. put <laughs> yeah man you know you know i'm uh you know I'm up for E6 next year, so I got to practice yeah. these speeches, okay. you know. We need to actually get you to, to, to whip some of these politicians in, in shape, man, because uh, you're more well-spoken than a lot of these guys out there, man. These hey, government man. officials. Yeah. So that's that's awesome that you're so well-spoken on, on those issues and, and you know how to express yourself. And you also yeah. use music as an outlet. And you're just basically telling people out there that, hey, don't judge a book by its cover. You need to, like, slow yes. down. Let's go in, like, some slow motion. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into that. Let's get into the slow motion. Ooh, Everything I'm in for slow motion. Everything I'm in for slow motion. Everything. 
slow motion. Leave him in the shape of this portion. Everything I'm moving slow motion. Everything I'm moving slow motion. Everything I'm moving slow motion. Need one more sip of this Everything's moving slow motion. I need a sip of this portion. Drive times need some lotion. What is with all the commotion? Your side needs some caution. Outside, don't need a cold side. Bitches wanna get it, I just wanna live it. I just wanna get it all time. Look, I know plenty guys that I say they down to ride. But them niggas, they all lie. They ain't really on my side. I just know that they gon' lie out they teeth, nigga. I got beef, nigga. I got beef, nigga. Boy, I got some dead ones. Acting like I just met them yesterday. Real niggas, they don't fucking play till like yesterday. I just know that they all move along while the record play. I just meditate, time to meditate. Tryna elevate, I'm just tryna stay alive right now, yeah. I'm just tryna stay alive, yeah. Maybe one more call can fix that right now. Keep me Sip of this Porsche Dry times need some lotion What is with all the commotion Your side need some caution Outside don't need a cold side Bitches wanna get it, I just wanna live it I just wanna uh, get it all time I know the first marriage was a death to me Try to jump ship, least same in life Set free, got cheated on with my cousin ex I guess I got a type Back to back on that tour life To a Bronx tale, you know the feeling right Back and forth on my old thing One way flight, your stage life my producer fuck my manager My brother moved out to L.A. The three of us should not have stamina up Hit a red light, not a five slave Yeah, I've been around, I've been aroused Then I've been abused Story of my life, I sip away the pain I'm tired of the fight Everything's moving so much I need a sip of this push. Dry times need some lotion What is with all the commotion? Your side needs some caution Outside, don't need a cold side Bitches wanna get it, I just wanna live it I just wanna get it all time Everything I'm moving slow motion Everything I'm moving slow motion Everything I'm moving slow motion Me want my shit for this portion Everything is moving slow motion Everything is moving slow saw you in the green room jamming out to it <laughs> you feeling that you know we we, we feel it or else we feel it or else yeah Bruh. man that's my joint man talk to us talk to us about slow motion um so with slow motion um i had the verse and um i hit up one of my my childhood friends Raphael. he's out in georgia and i was like yo can you just vibe on this song for me and he was just like all right and he just vibed straight up he just he just vibed he just he just vibed to the whole song and we just picked like the best parts and you know we, we made that shit just work and we took the part when he was like everything will move slow motion he was like that's the hook okay <laughs> and, yeah. and and that was it man you know and the song is i mean my verse you know i'm talking about you know how low i was you know after my first marriage and you know and um you know, it was, you know, it was a rough time. So just talking about it was, it's, you know, I kind of gave like a chronological order of a bunch of shit that happened. And, you know, you know, thought I thought I found the love of my life. And then she cheated on me with my cousin's ex. And then and then, you know, I'm out. I'm out in Europe. And then, bam, I come back to New York. And then, I, you know, it's like a Bronx tale, but in reverse. So, you know, my wife was she was living in the Bronx. So, you know, it was like, you know, like a Bronx tale. You know, have you, have you ever seen that movie, Bronx tale? Mm -mm. It's about it's about an interracial couple. 
So that's what it's about. Yeah. So that's what that punchline okay. is about. Yeah. I'm like, you know, the feeling, right? Like, I was like, it's a love story about, you know, an interracial couple. And especially at times like this, you know, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad so, people more, I, are more obsessed. Uh, uh, I'm glad people more like accepting the situation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I did a road trip with my wife. We went from New York to L.A. Um, when we brought the dog over. And I mean, a couple places we stopped, people were looking at us like, oh, hell no. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really like that song is very real to me because like you said on the verses, you were talking about how low that you were and and drinking. And when you get to the hook, you're mm -hmm. still partying. So it's almost like you're covering up, you know, the way you feel. Um, yep. when you get to the you hook. That's yeah, you yeah, yeah. Totally which, got it. Which is dope for sure. Because it's yeah. like everything moves slow motion, and the way that the video was shot was like it. It's something that we constantly do, and I bring an awareness to that. You know, I was, I could say I was maybe a borderline alcoholic at a, at a point in time. You know, you know the term yeah, "drink like a sailor." For sure. Yeah, I, I took that to heart. For real. <laughs> so, Been there, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I definitely, uh, I definitely changed up. You know, switched up a lot. Um. I think it's just really like, you know, my mental health is different. I gained, you know, I gained my confidence back. Um, I think that's that's really what it is, is just having the people around you that just that that stimulate you, you know. Not a stimulus, oh, yeah. but stimulate, you know. <laughs> Talk about stimulate. Uh, what about that stomach, DQ? About them treats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could always get into talking about some treats. You already told us about uh the fried chicken. So what kind of sweets do you like to eat? Um, my favorite cake is red velvet cake. Mm, like, okay. Okay. My favorite cookies, red velvet Oreos. Mm. It's you see where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I go, I go in a rampage. Like if I, if I find red velvet Oreos and it's like the last one left, I will fight you in the store. I don't care how old you are. Wow. You will catch the hands. I turn into is, a savage. <laughs> is it more the red velvet or the cream cheese though? It's the combo. Yeah, I don't like okay. the cream cheese by itself. I don't like the red velvet by itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the combo. You gotta have both. Yeah, it's the combo. I've like when I there was the spot over by me called Toast, and like you know, get red velvet cake from over there, and like I get it a lot. You, you realize, you know, and you start looking at your stomach like I think I need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit too about like your influences kind of when you were when you were coming up kind of like where you were at in your life? Um so I started I started first started I was rapping in high school. But I was also yeah. I was also battle dancing and stuff like that. So um I had a rhyme book. Oh man, this is funny. I had a rhyme book and my mom found it. Okay. And my my dad was locked up at the time. So I was, you know, my rhyme book, I was talking, you know, some real wild street stuff and 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 uh and you know and you know eminem was hot at the time so he you know he got to rap about how much his mom made him upset so i rapped about how much my mom made me upset too you know she put me on punishment i didn't deserve it i did deserve it but of course you know as a kid you don't feel like you deserve it and um i think i was like probably like 13 or something like that and uh she found it and my my, my dad was locked up at the time so we went to visit him and i didn't know and she just, you know, she pulled out the book and was like, by the way, your son wants to be a rapper. And I was like, oh, <laughs> who does that? <laughs> and my father was wow. like, oh, my pops yeah. was just like, I don't know, like, what you know about them? We took a walk in the yard and he took me to walk in the yard. And I was, <laughs> you know, this is this, this ain't cool, man. You know, I feel I feel like I'm about to get shanked on the low. Like, <laughs> you know, I love my I love my pops, though. You know, he's a, he's a good dude. He, he definitely changed his life around. So, you know. He was really adamant about me not being in the streets, mm. you know, him being an example. Uh, you know, he was incarcerated 13 years of my life, you know, wow. that for something he didn't tended that for something he didn't do. It's just the fact that, you know, he already had a record, mm. you know, so that that decade stretch, you know, taught him a lot. You know, he got degrees and all that came back. You know, he's, he's empty works for the MTA, the train conductor now and all that. So, you know, he, he does. He's, he's doing good for himself. You know what I'm saying? Change his life around. But it definitely, you know, was something, it was something crazy. And um, 
Uh, I, I so you know, fast forward. I'm in the military. It's about '09. My boy, at the time, Ricky. We was um. He was also from New York. We was on a, on the USS Juno together, and um, hmm. he was just like, "Yo, you could rap, bro. Like, like you could rap. Like, stop fronting yourself. You could rap." And I'm like, "Ah." So I, I uh I heard the what was it? What was it? The Carter Three. No, not the Carter yeah. Three. The Drought Three. Sorry, the Drought Three by Lil Wayne. Classic. Okay. And I was like, yo, what the, f- yo, anybody got auto-tune? <laughs> I mean. I'm going to so try I, that. Yeah, so my very first mixtape was Out the Cage. I was going by Mr. AJ at the time. <sighs> anyway, so that was a bad name, bad, <laughs> bad name choice. So I put that out and I selected, you know, like, it was a lot of like Young Money beats at the time, you know, because that's what was hot. And I was yeah. trying to figure out like what I sounded like, but the beats that really resonated me with me was always, you know, the, the, the 90s era. You know what I'm saying? That that's oh, what yeah. that's what always in my heart. When I heard that, my heart was like, yo, speak, you know, that 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 speaks to me. So mm. I did the whole, you know, auto-tune and trap stuff. And then I was like, I I don't know, really, this is for me. I kind of want to just do something, be me. In my very first rap show, I was home on leave. Yeah. And uh, I needed somebody to go with me. You know, I was like, I got nobody. You know, everybody's like, yo, bro, you trying to rap like you in the Navy. And I was home on leave. And I was like, yo, it's this thing I paid to like perform. And I was just like, "Uh, mom, are you busy today? And she was like, yeah, I'm busy. And I was like, well, you know, like I'm really trying to do rap stuff. And I like I got nobody to go with me. And I really don't want to go by myself. My mother cut off all her plans and grabbed the camera and was like, we out. Oh, wow. All right. So I was like, whoa. So when your mom supports you, it's kind of like for real. Wow. And then um big change yeah, from pot in the notebook. Because of what I was <laughs> rapping about. You know, she saw, okay. she saw what I was rapping about and was like, Yeah, like that's my son. That's somebody I could be proud of to say that's my son. Yeah. So yeah. wow. Um I just started really speaking my mind and you know, pushing with the rap. And then um my boy Punch Man. He really pushed me. My boy D-Rail, he was pushing me. My boy D-Rail, I saw talking about in slow motion. My brother moved out to L.A. Uh, and we ended up working at Home Depot. Like, we stopped doing music and started working at Home Depot. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. So, you know, shout out to D-Rail, man. Man, that's my that's my boy, man. Yeah, and, you got to um, do whatever yeah. you got to do to build, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's true. So then uh, from there, I went... I went, I got back with my old dance crew. I started doing the dance stuff again, battling all over the world. And then um, really, uh, it was this engineer, the studio that I was going to, Beat Knocker Studios in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Hmm. And uh, uh, the engineer there, he was like, yeah, yo, I, I, I fuck with your vibe. Like, you got like this real like militant vibe, you know, like, like you know, the way you just, you know, you enter the track, you come in, you prepared. Because I come in, it's like when I go to the studio, all my rhymes and memorized. I already rehearsed it as if yeah. I'm going to perform. So when that mic is in front of me and I'm rapping for my song, I'm performing. I'm not reading off the phone. You know, it's a real professional manner for me because I take it serious. Oh, yeah. And, um, mm. and then I find out this guy, he was like, I know I told him, I was like, yeah, you know, I was, I'm a Navy vet. And he's like, oh, where? He's like, yeah, I was in the Navy too. I'm like, oh, where? He's like, yeah, I was stationed in Sasebo. I'm like, oh, me too. He's like, yeah, I was on a Juno. Me too. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> for me so, too. Crazy. Yeah. So then he, um, you know, I was going by Mr. AJ, and uh, but he knew obviously, you know, when we did the the PayPal transaction, he had my real name. So uh, he put on the track AJ Jones, and he sent me the email. And I was like, AJ Jones, that's that's pretty cool. He's like, oh, I mean, I ain't don't really know what to call you because you know I ain't gonna call you Mr. AJ. That's you know, it's weird. I just called you AJ Jones. I'm like, honestly. I fuck with that name. So then I changed it to <laughs> Jones. And then um and then after that uh I was running with AJ Jones for a couple years from 2012 to I guess 2018, really. And mm, then yeah. uh yeah, 2018 everything was AJ Jones. Um 2016 is when I really got my shot. That's when I first went to Europe. I started doing shows. And it was just crazy. It was just, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy for me. Um, it was a whole new experience. I really was like, went from, you know, being a dancer and battling and, you know, like, you know, scumming up change and stuff like that to 
uh getting paid, you know, three thousand, five thousand a show. Like the fuck? This is this is this is the life, you know? Um and then I was still, so I would I would leave for three months. I would leave for not for 89 days because, you know, you can't be uh, past 90 days or you got to get a visa. So I go to Europe for anywhere between 85 and 89 days. And then I will take a semester off of college. And then I go back. Um, I actually got a degree in uh, HVAC and I have a degree in facilities management and technology. So nice. I did go wow. to school. I did go to school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm. Like I have the smart gene. I, I give it to that. Like I, I do have the smart gene. You know, I'm I can learn, but I don't know. Just music is music is is fun. You know. Yeah. Man. That's what's so dope about it. Um, and we know about your music, but how did you actually get into the military? There was actually a comment that was asking. Um, Ooh. What so made what made you join the military? Like what? My was- dad. My dad. Um. You know. Once again, dad is just like. I didn't do all this time for you to be trying to be like me, you know, and I was, I got, I got in trouble and he was just like, I ain't going to let the boys in blue take you. I'll take you out. Better get your wow. shit together. <laughs> yeah. My, my, yeah. My, my, pops, my pops is a scary dude. It's like, you know, like, like the dad from baby boy. That's exactly what my dad looks like. <laughs> yeah. Like for real, Man. Yeah, my, my pops really look like homie for real, like brolic and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, now nah, you right. You right. All so, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um he just you know uh he he made that de- he made that decision for me you know he gave mm-hmm. me that ultimatum you wow. can you can leave the house and you can pursue you know something great military go away to college you know if if we gotta figure out a way to send you away to college something but you need to get out of new york you need to get out right now and wow. um i went so i went uh, to the recruiting office, I actually tried to join the Air Force first because I was like, they, you know, uh, my cousin was in the Navy. He was on an Enterprise out in Virginia, and he was like, "Yo, the Navy is cool, but uh, yo, man, if I knew, I would have joined the Air Force." That's what everybody says. And then somebody from the Air Force always says they would have joined another branch of service, and I'd be like, "What?" I'd be confused. <laughs> what you been talking to? You look the Air Force though. Is that true, you said say, what? Say it again. I, I consult the Air Force on that one. Is is that true? What Navy said about about Air Force and uh, Navy going back and forth about what service they should join. I mean, I never had any complaints about the Air Force, so. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so I went and like the re- the recruiter, you know, he was like twenty five. You know, he was I forgot where he was from. He wasn't from New York, you know, and he was just like Party Central. And I'm just like, all right, cool. The Air Force look lit, you know? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And this dude was like the worst communicator of life. He would drop the ball. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'll come in. I'll sign the papers. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get started and everything. Oh, yeah, come tomorrow, man. You know, this, that. I'm like, yo, this dude is, is really, really annoying me. Um, So uh, the Marine guy was like, ah, you know, when John Marines, you're like, you know, eat a little bit more. Because I was really skinny at the time. I was, I was like a buck ten. And he was just like, you know, eat some more. You know, we put you in a, you know, in a debt program for like a year, you know, get you in shape. And I'm like, a year? Nah, homie, I need to leave like right now. Like now. My dad he said just, today. Yeah. So, you know, and he was just like, all right, like close the door. Like, bye. You know, like, and I'm like, yo, what's wrong? With, what's wrong with this dude? Like, wow, Marines really mm. like that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know now. I know now. You know, dealing with Marines, like I know now, being on infants and all that. And then, uh, so I, um, I hit up my boy, my boy, Kev, and I was like, yo, bro, you know, I'm, I'm at the recruiting station, you know, you know, my cousin told me not to, not to join the Navy. And he's like, yo, uh, his girlfriend at the time, her brother was a recruiter. And I'm like, get the fuck out. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you his number. I hit him up and he's like at the, the office, like two blocks down. And I'm like. Bert, yeah, I'm coming through. He's like, yo, hey, what's up? And I'm like, yo, I, I had no idea this dude was in the Navy. Wow. Like I mm. seen with fancy cars. He hangs out with us on the block. He's got the jewelry. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I would have never knew that this guy was in the Navy. Man. Never. Never. He's it's like night and day. And then he's just, and then I come to find out he recruited my cousin. So he gave my mm. cousin this whole spiel about, you know, how recruiters be reeling you in. He got my cousin to go in undesignated. Mm. So he was like, yeah, you know, I'm like, first of all, you recruited my cousin. 
it's not gonna happen. I already got the game plan. How can I get to the enterprise with my cousin? Let's let's let's. I already knew I wanted to go to Virginia. I was trying to get on the carrier, and I got family there. What's up? Wow. And we did the papers and everything, and it was and it was fast. So now he couldn't bullshit me, you know. So mm. uh, I ended up being a machinist mate at first, and then um, uh, when I was after boot camp and all that. I put on my papers, you know, where you want to go? Virginia. Choice two, Virginia. Choice three, Virginia. Sasebo, <laughs> Japan. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo. That's how it goes. Yeah, I put, I literally put Virginia three times. I put Virginia three times and I got, ended up going, but I'm glad I went to a ship first because I learned what it meant to be in the Navy. And then going from, you know, being on the ship, uh, then coming to like, I did the reserves, you know, for four years and, you know, some of these guys are, you know, they've been in the Navy 10 years, you know, and they're uh, uh, E6 and they have two ribbons and they're telling mm. me what to do and how the Navy is. And I'm like, my man's <laughs> for, real? for real, though. You don't even real? know. Like, you know, like you've been on one deployment, one. I got years of deployments. I was I was forward deployed. So, you know, mm. you know, when you forward deploy you when you overseas, you go on deployment but you come back to a foreign port. So you basically, you stay deployed the entire time. Yeah. And that's when I was working with the 30th and 31st me out there in Sasebo. Yeah. Those guys. Mm. Yeah, man. So it was cool, man. I, I'm glad I did that because it was a really bad experience, but it made me a man. And now I'm about to go to another ship in San Diego. So I'll be all right. Hardship tour. <laughs> Yeah. Tough times. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but you know, I, I feel like it, me joining the Navy, getting out at 22, exploring the world, you know, as a free man and realizing, all right, I really kind of feel like I know who I am. Uh, you guys, can I come back? <laughs> you know, and it, it just it didn't have anything to do with, you know, money or nothing like that. I was making way more money, you know without this it was i feel like it was just the mental state really you know mm -hmm. the camaraderie of it you know when you have a conversation with somebody like the four of us if we were walking down the street you know would we be like hey what's up how's it going not naturally you know <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but we all have that one thing in common that we know about so we're we're totally cool with shooting the shit you know and yeah. that's what i and that's what i like about it i love being around like-minded people and there's millions sure. of us, you know, it's so many of us. And it's just, it's a lot easier to have a conversation with somebody that understands you versus having to explain yourself over and over and over again, mm. you know? And then when I was going through that dark time and people telling me like, you know, like, ah, like I thought you was in the military, you're supposed to be tough. And I'm like, man, the tough thing is not to beat your ass right now. That's what I'm <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's wow. What no, me. wait a minute. Re <laughs> you know? Wow, that was the <laughs> deepest. That was the deepest thing you've ever said. That that, but that's that, and it's true. You know, you, that is. you have to hold yourself like like the things I know. Ooh, I'm gonna go ahead and walk away. Like what I want to do to you. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I really feel like me me coming back to the military. You know, I was just like cool. Like I don't have these issues. You know, I don't. Mm. I don't. I wouldn't call them issues. It's just like. Uh, I gotta say, like roadblocks, you know, things that are stopping you yeah. from from personal growth, you know, as an adult, as a man, as a human being in general, mm. you know. And I, I love the military. I love what we represent, you know. And there's Maybe purpose. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yo, and that's why we want to thank you for coming here on the Military Musician Podcast to represent and tell us all what you're about um could you I tell the you audience know. oh for for sure bro hmm. could you tell the audience what you're all about where they can find you your handles what is what's going on with that i am on every single platform as n-v-y-j-o-n-e-z-l-k-r navy jones locker make sure you tune in spotify itunes all that stuff title if you're streaming in china same thing dope i like how you keep it simple and straight yeah I, i've marketing man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah man yeah that's good how you wrap that all up where can mm -hmm. we find you topher topher or topher music 
on any platform you imaginable. So once again, just super simple. You don't have to look up multiple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And then Dcure, where can we find out about you? You can find me on dcurehiphop.com or Andrew Raps on TikTok. Once upon a time, I or Instagram. Once upon a time, I try to change my name from Andrew Raps to D Cure on Instagram, and it didn't work out because it felt weird. Y'all remember that? <laughs> I, I, do, I think we do. Like we're, me, me and Topher were like, what? <laughs> we're like, what? What do we do with our hands? We don't even know. Like we got so used to it. We're like, oh, it'd be cool if you had Decure everywhere. But then like that just was just like, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't feel. It didn't feel right. <laughs> For sure. But we didn't know where we to tried. find you. No, we did try. That's the that's the main thing. As long as we tried, and. Um, mm-hmm. And we definitely did more than try here. We succeeded in having a wonderful interview with Navy Jones Locker, Navy veteran, as well as musician, recording artist, dancer extraordinaire. If you saw him, he has some moves. (laughs) That boy be getting down. And you got you got some style. You got a little bit of Wavy Jones. Wavy Jones. Whoa. (laughs) So that was that was also part of the whole Navy Jones. I'm just a wavy dude, you know. Like there you go. Hey. So you need to check out Wavy Jones, a.k.a. Navy Jones, <laughs> everywhere at Navy Jones Locker. And this was another episode of the Military Musician Podcast. Again, we are your host, Space Force, Topher, Decure, and myself is the Marine Rapper at the Marine Rapper Everywhere. And we will see you next time on the Military Musician Podcast. Let's rock. You should never ask me. You, you, you never, never. You should never ask me. I've been to war, my gun was shouting Now I feel pressure from the politics Now I deal with war at home, what you gonna do about it? Yo, that really right. so flat